Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Relationship Lounge Presents Reveal and Heal. I'm Coach Deb. I want to welcome you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Reveal and Heal. I have an amazing guest today, Tamika Larry Pugh. Some of you may know her. She has a podcast that we're going to get into just a little bit, but I want you to go ahead and tag your friends. Tag everyone that you know this morning that needs a motivation word. I believe this sister is going to come with a word to empower, to inspire, and to get you going throughout the week. You know, because we all need something to get us going. So go ahead. Go ahead and tag your friends. Tag anybody that you know that you want to be a blessing to. Pay it forward so that they'll have the opportunity to tune in to this motivation word. You know, you can't heal what you won't reveal. So tune in today so that you can be a part of the conversation. Tamika, Tamiko, is that right? I, I don't want to murder your name. Tamiko, that's it's Tamiko. Tamiko, <laughs> welcome to the platform of Reveal and Heal. It's the greatest honor for me to have you uh, today because of all the amazing things that you're doing to empower, to inspire, and to help others. Please tell the people this morning, who is Tamiko? Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm so excited to be here today. Uh, so a little bit about me, who is Tamiko? I'm a mom, I'm a wife, uh, I'm, I'm a best friend, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, um, I'm a lover of all things empowering. Um, so that's me in a nutshell, personally. Um, on a professional note, um, I do serve as a, a nonprofit founder, <clears throat> excuse me, the founder of the Still Standing Alliance, which is a nonprofit organization that focuses on domestic violence advocacy, awareness, and prevention. And that organization was founded based off of my own personal experience of being a survivor of domestic violence. Um, I wanted to make sure that because I survived, I wanted to make sure that I was going back, giving hope to other women, letting them know that there is life on the other side of abuse and helping them and educating the community. Um, so that's what the nonprofit does. In addition to that, I'm the CEO of Living the Empowered Life Academy. Um, and we focus on helping women to use their stories and their expertise to create transformational businesses that not only make money, but make a difference in the lives of those who, who they are called to serve. Um, I'm a firm believer that our stories have purpose. Those adversities that we've gone through in life, they definitely serve a purpose. And oftentimes it's meant for us to use it as our purpose and to go back and help help other people. And so um, that's what our academy does, helping you to use that story to create a transformational business that's going to make a difference in someone else's life, whether you're becoming a life coach, um, going through our life coach training academy, maybe you want to write a book. Um, I'm also an, a book coach, so I can help you pull out your story. Um, even being a community advocate, giving back to the community, if there's a cause that's really near and dear to your heart, we teach you how to advocate on, be on behalf of those causes to make a difference. Oh my God. This, this is so very interesting. And you know, already I can just see the ears of most people, you know, wagging like, um, you know, like a, a, a rabbit might hear, you know, someone coming close by. I, this is very, very, very interesting. And you know what? I want you to uh, touch on that just a little bit more uh, regarding um, the domestic violence uh, issue, you know, while we're there. 
can you just uh, speak to someone that may be in that situation right now uh, regarding, you know, what they can do to get help? Absolutely. You know, if you are in a domestic violence situation right now, I would say that, first of all, you have to just know that it's not your fault um, and you don't deserve that. Um, there is life on the other side of abuse. There is peace on the other side of abuse, and I can attest to that. Um, but I will say, seek help immediately. Be careful. Um, our nonprofit organization, one of the things that we do at Still Standing is help you to create a domestic violence safety plan. So you have to have a safety plan. Oftentimes we hear people say, well, why don't she just leave? Well, it's not that easy to leave. Typically, statistically, that's when either you hear about a homicide or that's when the abuse gets the worst because the abuser feels like at this point, um, I've lost control. Now you're trying to leave me? Oh, I'm going to show you, right? So it has to be done carefully. So if you're thinking about leaving, dial call 911, call your local domestic violence hotline, or reach out to us, the stillstandingalliance.org, and one of our advocates will help you put together a domestic violence safety plan. The reason why that is important, again, like I said, the abuser feels like they've lost control at that point. And I'm going to give myself a, as an example. The day that I tried to leave my abuser, we were in a car driving up Interstate 85. So if anyone's from Atlanta, you know how 85 is. We were near the airport. I was driving and I said, I'm leaving you today. And he said, B, if you leave me, I will kill both of us. And he proceeded to take the steering wheel to, to force us into an accident. Uh, we ended up on the side of the road. And that's when he began to, began to beat me and strangle me until I was unconscious. He lost control because I said, I'm leaving you today. He beat me until I was unconscious. And when I came back to consciousness, I was in the middle of the interstate with cars swerving around me, blowing their horns, trying to prevent from hitting me. That was the day that I became a survivor. That was the day that my journey of survivorship and advocacy began. It was a tough journey. So the person you see today, it, it took some work to get to where I am today. Um, so that's the reason why it's so important that you do a safety plan. You don't want to end up as a homicide or something that we see on the news. So it definitely has to be planned out. If you don't have friends or family that you can read out, reach out to immediately and go stay with, you got you have to plan that thing out. Amen. Listen, Whew, you took me back. You took me back 28 years, you know, uh, at my devastating uh, time of domestic violence and trying to leave. You know, what you're sharing, it really, my next question is going to make sense to the listeners mm -hmm. about the topic, you know, this morning, no pain, no gain. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that mantra? No pain, no gain. And of course, you know, before you answer, you know, it's always equated <clears throat> to losing weight, but not in my case. You tell me what you, what you think. Yeah, when I think of, first of all, when I think of no pain, no gain, I think about this old school song, no pain, no gain. Girl, Betty Wright, listen right. to you. I think about Betty Wright. In order to get something, you know, you got to go through exactly. something. Exactly. Right? And so yeah. I think of that and I think about you got to go through something. And so oftentimes um, that pain does lead to our purpose. Sometimes God is trying to get our attention. And so that pain, so yes, to answer your question, I do believe in that mantra. Sometimes he has to get our attention so that either we can get closer to him 
um, so that we can be better understand our purpose. Maybe there's something that we're doing that we need to change, um, but there is purpose. There are blessings on the other side of pain. Sometimes we come out stronger, right? Sometimes you, you got to break that arm in order for it to heal and become stronger. Sometimes we have to be broken in order be, to become stronger. So mm -hmm. I agree with that mantra. So yeah, I, I absolutely do. We grow wise from our pain. Like when you're a child, I think about being in the playground, right? You're a child, you, you fall off the monkey bars or whatever the case, off the swing, you, you get bruised, but you know not to do it again. Like something will happen to you and you'd be like, you know what, I know not to do that again. So you learn from those experiences. You're really speaking to someone this morning because life, life in quotes, that's what it is. You know, you, I call them growing pains. You know what I'm saying? No yeah, matter that's what it right it is, there, growing pains. I yeah, like that. Yeah. So no matter what it is that you go through, right? Not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually, also financially, that yeah, would apply. Don't you agree? I absolutely agree 100%. I, I mean, physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, spiritually. I think I've been broken in all those areas. Girl, come on now. I can't say that you don't have to stay broken, right? Those bumps and bruises don't have to leave you broken, but you grow from that. I've been so broke. Ugh. It was a learning experience. Now I like, you know what, I'm going to save, right? Now I got something for a rainy day. When I left my ex-husband, I had nothing. Right. I was emotionally broken and financially broke. And I said, that will never, ever happen again. Growing pains. I had to learn from it. You know, I, I always heard from the old people that experience is the best teacher. I don't know if I completely agree with that. Because with me, I can see somebody going through some stuff. I can witness people going through certain stuff. And I promise you, I'm like, oh, no, honey. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, not today, Satan. You know, I, I, it's like I put brakes on on that thing and make a U-turn. Yeah, right, right, yeah. And that makes sense. But I feel like I think that it's still an experience. It's their experience, right? We learn from other people's experiences. Okay, okay. So that's why I think it's important that we share our stories and that we share our experiences. So now I'm sharing my experience of abuse. I'm sharing my experience of not having money saved away for a rainy day. And so I was financially stuck with this person because I didn't have the finances. So I'm, ex I'm sharing my experience. So someone is learning from my, so I do believe that experience is the greatest teacher because we learn from each other. Okay. Come on, reveal and heal. Reveal it and heal it. You have Girl, to. I love it. I love, love, love it. Now, tell me, you know, because of what you do, you, I mean, oh, wow. Break down exactly, I know what you do, but tell the people exactly what it is that you do because you are a coach. You know, you do a number <laughs> of things. And then, of course, you know, in doing so, you, I know you feel fatigued. I know that there are times when oh, my you are like, you know, you don't feel like you're getting the benefit of what it is that you're trying to do. Share with us about yeah. that. You know what? It's interesting that you said that because I posted, I was tired yesterday. I was just tired. And I posted on social media 
um, when the encourager needs encouragement. It was just a quote. I just posted it. It was on my heart. It was the way that I was feeling, but it, it got so much feedback. And there are so many people who are the encourager. They need encouragement because people think you're strong. You show up, you smile, you do what you got to do. You're serving and you're giving and you're praying for people and you're coaching and you're teaching Come and on, you show up. Right. We show up. I call it you get up, dress up and show up and uh -huh. you do what you have to do. And you smile for the camera and you smile for the people and you look strong. But at the end of the day, you're exhausted. And yesterday I just felt exhausted. I woke up this morning and I said, I'm I, I clearing my calendar. I got to I need this day for myself. And so, you know, we talk about all the things that we do, I think. So everything that I do, it's it's serving, it's giving back. Mm. And I feel like, you know, when we serve as a coach, right, you're a coach and we're serving, people are pouring into us. So we're taking on all that energy. We're taking on their frustrations and everything that they feel. So we have to know how to release that. You know, I do a ritual. I want to call it a ritual, but a routine that I do before I start my day and get with my clients. I make sure that I pray. There's just certain things that I have to do beforehand. You know, I read my daily devotional. I make sure I pray. I write down my goals and stuff, get that out of the way. And now I feel like I'm ready to take on the day. And if I don't do that and I miss the day this week, that's why I was so tired probably yesterday. <laughs> but we have to take care of ourselves. Absolutely. You know, now that you're speaking on that, because... You know, there are people that start their day and they just get up and go. And it does matter that you have a routine, you know, that makes sense. You also need a common routine for the end of the day. Yeah. But before we get to that, because I need for you to talk about what it is that you do to wind down for the day, because see, you got to get ready for another for the next day. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the uh, the other side of that. Because when you come out of your situation, there were some things that you went through after the trauma, you know, to, to, for you to be such a dynamic coach and, you know, be so great right now. Those different things that you went through, what was your mindset, you know, from that low place, you know, in rising to where you are now? That's a common place now because there are many that are there right now, and they don't think that they're gonna ever rise and come forth. Yeah, yeah, so I will say this, and I, I don't know the scripture by the actual scripture, but he binds up, um, he binds up, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. So that's yes. the first thing. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. But we have to allow God to do that, right? So that was the first thing I had to do. Actually, the first thing, let me just say this, it's a journey. Yes, it is. You're not going to be there forever, but you have to be willing um, to take the first step. We talk about having faith. Yes, I'm praying for faith. Oh, God, help me to get out of this. You got to take the first step. You got to move, right? Faith re requires action, right? So you have to do something. Um, your banner says reveal you can't hear what you don't reveal right? right and so that's one of the first things we have to do we have to admit that emotional pain so that we can deal with it and heal and the first thing i had to do was admit to miko you're you're broken you're hurt you're going through something this this person hurt you you're emotionally 
broken. And here's the thing, you know, emotional and spiritual, when you're broken in that area, it's different from a physical break, right? I can break my arm, it heals on its own. But how do you heal spirit, a spiritual wound or emotional wounds? Like it's, it's a different process because yes, it's it internal and we don't see it. And oftentimes we mask it. So what I do want to say is admit that the, that pain is there. Otherwise you're just going to mask it. Um, there's a, the makeup is called cover, cover girl. We covering it up with our makeup and our clothes. Um, so that's the first thing to, to admit it. Don't cover it up. Don't do that. <laughs> right. Cause it's, 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 it's deep. It's in there. So admitting that pain, um, and then the other thing is I had to let go. I had to let go of what used to be. It's not there anymore. I had to let go of that so that I can wow. move on. Otherwise, I was stuck. That's real. Yeah. I was stuck. Um, and I like quotes and I quote scriptures and stuff all the time. But there's a quote. It says, and suddenly, and suddenly you just know it's time to start something new and trust the magic of new beginnings. And so you mm -hmm. have to trust that there are new beginnings. And I remember I used to always say this, Coach Deb, I would say, I gotta put the pieces back together again. I gotta put the pieces back together. And one of the things that God showed me was there are no pieces to put back together. I'm creating something new, right? I'm creating um, this new person. I'm creating something new. And so sometimes we have to just sit back and let him create that something new that he's trying to create in us. Come on there's, now. There's no putting the pieces back together. That's old. He's trying to create something new. So we have to allow him to do that. Uh, the other thing is we talked about no pain, no gain, right? And we talked about, you know, how your pain um, can ultimately lead to your purpose. But right. also, what is the lesson in that? What is the lesson in that? There you go. What is the lesson in that thing that you had to go through? So you, what I tell my clients and I have to tell myself, everything we go through is an educational assignment. Okay. What is the educational assignment? Because sometimes if we don't, uh, we don't figure out what the lesson is, we repeat the same thing over and over, over and over. Let me tell you, I left my abusive husband and every person that I dated probably the next two years after that, same man different face because i hadn't learned the lesson same man different face that what oh is the God, lesson? that is the truth of, oh girl right so understanding the lesson and i really had to sit down and think about what was the lesson in that to love myself more all right right show myself some respect wait on god and quit <laughs> running around trying to <laughs> trying to make sure that i was in a relationship like you know, and so when I relinquished that, when I understood the lesson and I kind of just sat back and started enjoying life, started working in my purpose, that's when it happened the right way. And God blessed me with the best husband I could have right now. I'm like, just, it's just different when you wait and you do it the right way. When you wait, I will say that. Um, I mean, I could keep on going. Now, one more thing I do want to say, give yourself permission to forgive. Mm. give yourself permission. And I, I know when people say, well, how do you get through it? And I'm sharing these little tips because some people think you're going to be like, oh, girl, just get up, get dressed, get cute, get over it. Nope. 
this is a process. Yes, it is. It's a process. And one step you don't want to miss is forgiveness. And not only forgive the person that hurt you, but you got to forgive yourself. We have to Most forgive ourselves. Most importantly. Yes. Because sometimes, you know, we can we can move on. We we can, you know, we forgive the person or whoever wronged us. But then sometimes we look in the mirror. I used to look in the mirror and be so mad at myself. Like, why did you let yourself go through that? Wow. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of inflicting the pain on myself. So give yourself permission to forgive that person, but also give yourself permission um, to forgive yourself. Right? You, you got to forgive yourself. And I believe that even when we think about forgiveness, the person that hurt us the most can teach us the greatest lesson. Come on now. That person who hurt us the most is going to teach us the greatest lesson. Again, we're going back to that. What is the lesson in this? Should I keep going? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you know, that was my process, though. Those were the things that had to be done. And then once I learned the lesson, that's when I understood my purpose. At the end of the day, my, that was my, my purpose was to minister to other women who were broken. Maybe it wasn't from domestic violence. It could have been sexual assault. It could have been anything. But I realized that was part of my purpose to, to minister to those women and to share my story and to give them hope. That was going to be my next question. I love how the spirit is the Lord is moving like he is because that was going to be my next question. You know, when you, after the trauma, you know, after such a whirlwind of terrible things, how do you just manage to find your purpose in that? There are a lot of people that are there, you know, because they would just prefer to just die. Just yeah. take me on out of here, Lord, because they know that ahead is going to be rough. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the process itself can seem rough. You know what I'm saying? Because you're, you're, you're traumatizing, you're battling with the past, you're battling with yourself. You know, the, the emotional piece to this, to me, is the greatest, you know, uh, battle. You know, because you got to fight against all that stuff in your head. Yeah. So, you know, at what point did you realize that you were great, that you were good enough, and that your purpose was in your pain. Your purpose was mm -hmm. in, you know, what you had gone through. Outside of just wanting to just give up and, you know, feel like you ain't nothing, you know. Yes, yeah, you yeah. Let yourself, you get, you know, get mistreated like that. You weren't raised to, you know, deal with that. So you're speaking to some real, real people in real, real situations that need to understand that where they are is cool. It's okay. You're going to come through. You're going to get through. Share, you know, uh, about that. So, ooh, I was, in a, I, was in a, I was in a dark place. So my purpose, I, I wasn't just like, ooh, this is my life purpose. You know, it wasn't a happy thing. Right. I remember being in church August 8th of 2008. I remember the, it was eight, the eighth month the eighth day of 2008, I was sitting in church and I was crying, crying out to God. Like, what, why did I have to go through this? Why me? I mean, I was broke down. And as the pastor was began to preach, 
I felt like he was talking to me. You ever feel like, who told yes. him what I was going through? Like, yes. that's how I felt. Yes. Um, he was preaching from Romans 8 and, 28 and 28. All things work together for the good of them that love the Lord who are called according to his purpose. And he kept, he kept repeating it, called according to his purpose. And he said... That he said that Joker ain't put his hands on you and you survived just so you can walk away like ain't nothing happened. There is purpose in your pain. And I said, Is he talking to me? Like he literally called out my situation. He was calling out a bunch of situations, but he called out my situation too. Coach Deb, when I tell you that was the first time I ever shout, I had never shouted in church ever. You know, I would clap. Hey, you know, yeah. but that day I shouted out my bra snapped and everything. Like, yeah, girl. I tore the church. I'm talking about from the front to the back. I ran and I just cried out and I cried out, thank you, Jesus. Like, I knew at that moment that there was purpose. And I knew that I always had a passion to help women. I just didn't know how. I didn't know how. I just didn't know. And after that day, you know, I just started to pray and I started journaling and a scripture. I used to always go to Stone Mountain. So if you're from Atlanta, Georgia, you know Stone Mountain. I used to always go to Stone Mountain. I would write and I would journal. And um, I would say, thank you, God. You know, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I would sit on this little rock on top of Stone Mountain. Like, yeah, I'm still standing. And the scripture that came to mind was Psalm 62 and 2. He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I shall not be moved. I'm still standing. So that's how I birthed the Still Standing, standing Alliance, my nonprofit. Um, oh. It was birthed out of that. But it was me knowing that I had the purpose, shouting, going through all that in church, and then really honing in on that. Like, okay, God, what, what do I do with this? Like, I went through this, but what do I, how, do I, how do I reach the women? How am I supposed to get to them? Like, what do I do? And he gave me the name, still standing, gave me the scripture to go along with it. And um, I just started doing these little groups like, hey, you know, I'm a survivor of domestic violence. Um, let's do the support group. Like I would do it on Facebook and I had the 1-800 number. What did you call it? Like free conferencing. So I would use like free conferencing and have women call in and I would share my story and have different people share how they were feeling and so that's how I, how it started too. That's how it started and then it grew. But um, when you're thinking about your purpose, it's already inside of you. Come on, like, I feel like we just have to uncover our purpose and kind of uncover because it's already inside of us. Um, sometimes we look in all over the place like, how do I find my purpose? I'm over here, somebody telling you, sh you should do this, somebody else saying do this, go to school, go here. It's already inside of you. Um, you know, seeking God, praying about it, and being just listening. Cause it's come, it's it's something that you probably not. It's something that's right. Something that you eat, you good at. Something you enjoy. Mm, yeah. You know, oftentimes we say, "Oh, somebody needs to do something about them homeless people. They need to do something about this." No, maybe you should do it if it's that important. Now you just said your purpose. Full. You just said a mouthful. That right there, you know, mm, wow, that's a moment right there. Because if you speak in it, God is talking to you. Yeah, he is. He is. Mm, somebody just got a breakthrough. 
because it's like the question is well what is my purpose yeah what's my purpose but yet there are things that you're talking about i wish i could do i would love to help this this okay would go and do it right just figure out a way to do it and help will come all you got to do is take the first step when you take the first step you'll be surprised how many people want to come and help or people will say girl you're doing that wrong i remember i had my little still standing.com or something and somebody's like no it needs to be dot org and people would just come and help you know they came and help something just came into my spirit too since we're on this topic go ahead disruption oftentimes we experience disruption in our lives and it frustrates us and i believe sometimes dis- disruption is not a bad thing just like we're talking about these adversities and the pain, it's not a bad thing, but the disruption sometimes is to kind of shift us and elevate us and take Mm -hmm. us to where we need to be. So don't allow the disruption to actually disrupt you from your purpose. That's what I mean. That's what I wanted to say. Because the disruption is going, it's, it's a shift. All that disruption is, it's a shift. When something is disrupted, and I'm thinking about like a volcano or the an earthquake, the earth shifts, right? And then there's an alignment. So disruption often happens when we're out of alignment, if you think of it that way. And so I believe that God is trying to just put us back into alignment and elevate us to where he wants us to be. And so when you think about being disrupted, your day is disrupted. Oh, I just feel disrupted today. Or my life got disrupted because of this happened. Think about the alignment or the adjustment that needs to be made and where is God trying to take you with this disruption? Cause obviously it ain't what's happening over here. Right. And so that disruption is created to kind of bring us in, into alignment and, and take us to where God wants us to be. So that's how I think about, it. I think about going through the domestic violence and, you know, being broke, it was a disruption. But it, it it realigned me to where I needed to be in life. And this, it could do the same thing for for you if you're listening to this and you feel like there's a disruption happening right now. Why is there a disruption? Are you out of alignment? Do you need to be readjusted? Mm. Mm. And you know something? To me, though, a lot of times people... They just need direction. You know what I'm saying? They need direction. They need instruction. And they need clarity because, you know, you're speaking about the disruption. I'm reminded of God's plan rather than our plan. Yes, his plan. Yes, it's it's, it's his plan. Because sometimes we try to do it. (laughs) It might work for a minute. And sometimes we we get it wrong and and we got to go back. We got to go back to the creator and say, okay, what did I do wrong? What? I need you now. (laughs) Right. He's trying to bring us closer to him. Actually. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. You said we need direction. You said, did you say clarity? Yeah. We're confused. Yeah. Yeah. We're confused. We're confused. We're coaches. Coaches help people bring clarity out of confusion. I feel like that's what we do. As a coach, right? Our clients are confused. You help them to kind of bring clarity out of that thing. <laughs> yes, yes, and and set a and and set structure, you structure. know. And sometimes you have to be the person that holds 
them accountable because when your life is disrupted, uh, most times you you don't stay in nine. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like a straight sheet that you have to make sure that they in line, you know, because there's so much going on. I believe that whenever, you know, uh, there are things that, that's traumatic that happen in your life, you really need someone to, to hold you accountable to your new way of thinking and mm. your new way of, of being because you were, you were caught up and you were bound for so long. Yes. You know, they're, they're, you have to learn how to love yourself again and you have to, you know, uh, self-help. you got to be a part of that process. Nobody can do it for you. That's right. We can you help you. you get an understanding that your pain is your purpose. There's still work that has to be done. Would you agree? I, I absolutely agree. And there's always work. Like we're, we're always a work in progress. I know I'm a work in progress. Right. I have, you know, my, my spiritual mother and a coach and mentors you know, that I have to call on. Absolutely. Otherwise, I'm going to stay, I'll, I'll be where I am. Like, you know, the purpose of life is for us to, to, you know, live our passion, but also um, live our passion and our purpose is another word that I'm looking for. Um, and I'm not elevate, but to keep going. We want to keep growing, right? The purpose of life so that we can keep growing. We don't want to just stay here. So that's why we need mentors and coaches and our spiritual leaders. I believe that we're forever learning. Forever learning, yeah. Forever learning. I don't think that we would ever arrive to a place of all knowing. We we won't, right? We're we're always trying to reach our full potential. And people always say, and I used to this part of my mission statement used to say, reach your full potential. But what is your full potential? Is there a cap, really? Like, is there really a cap on your potential? I feel like we're, we're always growing, we're always learning, we're always evolving. And I, I took that word out of my mission statement. Because there's potential there, but I don't know if we can reach the full, like, is there a cap? I, I don't think there is. I don't either. I don't either. I don't I believe, if greater is he that is in us mm. than he that is in the world, it's unlimited. It is unlimited. We are unlimited beings. We have unlimited potential. We just got to tap into it. Exactly. Exactly. And I believe we have a duty. I believe that we have a duty to make up for those of us that are, that are the overcomers, you know, that we, we are thriving and, and moving forward. I, we have a great duty. I believe the word commission is even in order, uh, that we've been commissioned by God to make sure that we're looking out yeah. That we're helping, that we're seeking help ourselves so that we continue to grow, you know, that we continue to get aid and get what we need, you know. But um we have to we have to help. We have to continue to serve. We have to, yes. It's all about serving. It's, all it's about serving. We, we 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 you know, we we serve every day. We wake up, who am I serving today? And how do I serve them and make sure we serve them the right way? Not make sure our ego is not serving them. Listen, that's true. Yeah. Make sure our ego is not serving them. Yeah, I think we can mess people up when we allow our ego to take over. You know, even in coaching, I tell my, because I have a, life, a coach training academy, I tell my students like, 
don't allow your ego to take over. Otherwise, you're going to damage that person, right? You you got to come from a place um, of of sincerity, of empathy, uh, your intuition, listening skills. All that stuff has to come into play. Other than that, we saying what we want to say. We can hurt somebody like that. Wow. And that's why I know, I always know when I got to take a break, like, okay, I'm not in a good space today. I'm emotionally, I'm just, I need to take a break. I don't want to put this on nobody else. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I believe there's something connected to the words. It ain't just words. It's not just words. I believe it. Whatever it is that you're feeling, whatever it is that you're battling with, whatever it is, you know, it's invisible. But I believe that it's connected to the words that you speak. That's why it can be death or life. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's true. Life or death and the power of the tongue. Whew. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. We have to be careful what we what we what we say. Because we can oh. either we can either heal somebody with our words, mm. or we can make them even more sick. And I say that because going back to and I know you're about to say something, but going back to the whole domestic violence thing, I used to be sick. Like, I was physically sick because of the words that were spoke over me. You stupid. You're dumb. You can't do this. You can't do that. Don't nobody want you. Like, I physically got sick, high blood pressure, migraines. And so we can either speak life and and health and wellness into a person or healing, right? We can speak healing or we can speak sickness into a person. And so it makes me think about how I'm like, I'm literally sick physically. Oh my God. I pray that, I pray that people are hearing that, you know, that people can speak stuff on you. They can. That's witchcraft. People can speak stuff on you. So you have to be quick to reject it. You gotta, you have to, you gotta be, what you, Put on a full armor every day. That's why we got to put on that full armor of God every single day. I put, I have my little affirmations and stuff that I write um, to remind me of stuff, put on the full armor of God. Like I look at my little notes every day before I, you know, get ready. Like this is my space, my little sanctuary where I work and um, I, I try to keep it at a, you know, peaceful, but I have my little note put on the full armor of God. This one says, um, thank you God for equipping me to experience the impossible. So I have to speak life over myself. We have to speak life over ourselves sometimes. That's right. That's right. I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, you know, before we get ready to close, I'm very, very interested in knowing how you wind down because we've shared um, and we've shared enough to where the women and men got something to work with and even family, friends and sponsors and advocates, people that are working with these people that don't understand the mindset of a victim, that don't understand the mindset of a broken, hurt person that don't even know who they are and in a situation that they can't even answer the question as to why they're there. People always ask, well, why do you stay? Why, why are you there? You cannot answer those questions honestly because you lost yourself. So tell us, how do you wind down from the day? Now that you're walking and you're, and you're living 
in your purpose. How do you wind down? What is your remedy for each day after coaching and serving? You know, because you take on a lot. I know I do too. You take on a lot. You cannot go to bed with that stuff on you. So how do you wind down for the day to prepare for a good night's rest? Well, a couple of things I do, and it's not nothing super, you know, it's just like we have a screened-in patio that faces the woods. Um, so I like to sit out there. Like, that's my place where I go for peace and quiet. I make me a cup of hot tea. I love different types of teas. If you ever want to buy me a gift, give me some herbal tea. I'll be your best friend. <laughs> tea and flowers. That's what I love. But um, I look, and I have my swing out there, and I just like to sit there. and I love quietness. So I have to have that moment of quiet. So when I finish my day, I make my hot tea, and I go sit on my swing, and I just sit in silence for a minute. You know, I have my hot tea. Um, after that, I'm actually okay after that. I feel good. I gave myself an opportunity to wind down. And let me tell you, I like comedy. So what really clears my mind is to watch something funny on TV. Old school sitcoms from the 80s. That's why I say it ain't nothing like super spiritual or anything. I love old school comedies from the 80s. Different strokes, um, all that type of stuff. Because it was funny and it makes me laugh. And so... That gives me joy. And so now I can go to sleep and I feel light, very light. But I also journal at night. I do my gratitude journal. And so um, two couple of things I do. My gratitude journal, I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And then my husband and I also come together and we share um, three things. We call it three blessings. Three things that we're, we feel blessed for that we did for each other that day. And so that's that gives us the opportunity to kind of wind down. And it, it feels good to have that person tell you, you know, this you did this today. It might be something I didn't even think about. I poured you some orange juice. I didn't know that made you feel great. But we share that, and it kind of gives you the opportunity to relax, and you go to sleep with a light heart. And we call that three blessings. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. And we do that. That's like the lights are already out. All right, three blessings. You go first, or he'll go, then I'll go, he go. I, you know, we'll take turns like that. But yeah. This has been so, so good. <laughs> I enjoy this. I feel like we could talk all night long. <laughs> Listen. Look, I'm wondering when you're going to have that, that reveal and heal retreat, ma'am. Listen, ma'am, prophet, her name. It's Who already presents down. the reveal and heal retreat. Come it's get your healing. Who's supposed to know that? I, I didn't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, guess what? In my spirit. I don't know, but I felt it. I said, hmm. I sent a retreat. I'm gonna have to, you done put fire under my feet. So I, I, I've got to move forward, even with so many other things that are going on. I just, I, I got to fit it in there because I'm one of them that like to obey, honey. Listen, I don't like whippings. You know, I didn't like them physically. I certainly don't like them. Look, physically. look, we don't want the disruption. You better do what you're supposed to do. Girl. <laughs> I am, I am, I am. Listen, I, I appreciate you, man. You have come in here and just, Man, then listen, I know so many people walk around like this, girl, you know, 
Their morning is going to be fantastic. Their day is going to be fantastic because you dropped so much knowledge and it's like you gave um, uh, everyone, you know, that needed ideas, you know, it's like instruction, direction, you gave clarity, you gave understanding. And I love, love, love how you brought this thing full circle in sharing the simple things, Mm -hmm. the simple things that um, help you to end your day. Gratitude, gratitude. Yes, gratitude. Love, 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 love that you did that. Please uh, share and tell everybody how they can reach out to you and uh, how they can follow you, you know, and also listen to your podcast, all the great things that you're doing. Okay. So everything, all of my um, social media, everything is the same. So it's my name at Tamiko Laurie Pugh. Is it on the camera? Is it on the bottom? It should be on the screen. So it's at Tamiko Laurie Pugh um, on all social media networks. And then the website is TamikoLaurie.com. Uh, the podcast is Living the Empowered Life Podcast, which is on Apple iTunes or your favorite uh, podcast app. Is that it? I think that's everything. Amen. The Monday motivation quote for those of you that are listening, don't quit. You're already in pain. You're already hurt. Get a reward from it. No pain, no gain. For real, for real. I want you to know that everything happens for a reason, guys. Everything happens for a reason. Tomiko, she quoted the scripture. She quoted the scripture concerning, you know, everything works together for your good and for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. I believe somewhere in there, you can put the mantra or the mantra, no pain, no gain. I believe that it makes sense. Remember that. You got this. Hold on. Don't give up. I don't care what it is that you're going through. Remember, you can't heal unless you reveal. Tamiko, thank you so much for gracing this platform with the beautiful wisdom and knowledge. You deserve an applause, girl. I'm telling you, you let God use you today. And I know a lot of stuff wasn't planned, but man, when you release and you let God use you, you can just step aside and let him take over. I believe that's what you did. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I really did. It was so pure. I enjoyed every moment. And I recommend to everyone, after you hear you know, this, you need to replay it time and time again. And you need to uh, make sure that you like and you describe uh, like and subscribe Relationship Lounge. We're on all podcast uh, platforms. We're also on all social media platforms. I'm Coach Dan. Remember to love yourself, love everybody, and be an example. Have an amazing day. You deserve it. Thank you, Tamika. Thank you.